Nevj, yes. I know you wanted to do biggest box office bombs. Mm-hmm. So I did my research. Yep. Here it is. Find a bigger bomb than this. I. Nuclear bomb. Yeah. Okay. Let's just let's just start recording. I knew you were gonna like this idea. Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast, episode one twenty one. I'm your host Nathan, and I'm joined by the man himself, Matthew Nevis, to my left. Thank you, thank you. And today we are going to be talking about box office bombs. We're going to get into some of the biggest box office bombs of all time, some box office bombs of 2023, mm-hmm. and some box office bombs that aren't that bad. No, exactly. But first, um. Big announcement, we launched our Patreon as well as YouTube memberships. Members will get access to an exclusive monthly show called Movie of the Month, where Nevj and I will each choose a movie we like to discuss every month, and the audience will vote on which movie will become the Movie of the Month. We already picked our first Movie of the Month, which will be 1976's Network. Oh, yeah. Super excited about that episode. Check that out on Patreon, YouTube memberships. Mm -hmm. Top of that, members will get early access to the podcast episodes, reaction videos, as well as other exclusive perks. You like what we're doing over here and you want to support Patreon, YouTube memberships, that's the place to do it. Hell yeah. Without further ado, let's get into the box office bombs. (laughs) We felt that this was a good topic, a good time to talk about this topic because of how many movies bombed in 2023. Big budget. I'm talking nobody was safe. (laughs) DC was not safe. Nope. Disney was not safe. Marvel. Marvel was not safe. Everybody was bombing. It was a wild year. It was fucking insane, but it kind of showed that no matter how big your budget is, you still have a chance on losing money. You yeah. know? And this is a great example because, yeah, let's just fucking list these. Holy shit, there's a lot. I mean, Wish bombed, which is like, you think... That's a Disney animated. Yeah, and you yeah. think those Disney animateds are like a sure thing to make money. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of the fact that it was just released at the wrong time. Yeah. And the marketing too was like... It didn't really stick out, right? It felt like Inside Out or like, if I don't mm-hmm. know, it didn't really have its own identity to me. Yeah, because like a lot of the Disney films, like when I think of Zootopia, like that has a distinct world to it. When I think of the movie Soul, that has yeah, a distinct world. Definitely. Wish is like, oh, imagine if you could wish... On a what? star or something. A, yeah. You mean like the fairy godmother in Cinderella? That, that film came out a long fucking time ago. Yeah. <laughs> So they were not safe. Marvel was not safe. Oh, like, the Marvels. We the reacted Marvels, which is to that one trailer. Of the biggest bombs. <laughs> I think it's the biggest bomb in MCU history. Yeah. Um, $220 million budget. Ooh. It, it made $200 million worldwide. I mean, the marketing they put behind that movie, like they had, they lost a lot of money. They were desperate. Have you seen the trailers for the Marvels uh, a week before it came out? No. They showed there, clips of There was another like, one after the one we... We yeah, it was like the the desperate trailer where it was like, um, hey, look, Iron Man, remember him? Hey, look, the Avengers movie, remember this? It's going to be just like that. No, it wasn't. Wow. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Expendables 4. <laughs> Huge surprise. Can you oh, believe? I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> Bro, I, th- I didn't even know it came out already. <laughs> Can you believe that this movie with its $100 million budget oh only made $51 million worldwide? 
50 Cent couldn't save it, man. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I cannot believe that they thought that was going to work. No. Well, because the third one bombed domestically. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, if it to bombed To me, the already, third one was clear. It was clear that it was over. Yeah. Pack it up, boys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I fully agree. Expendables 4, it's like, what? Oh, we don't have these actors, but we got Megan Fox. Right. I was like, ooh, really? Rough. That's all you got? And the DCU took up. Beating. The whole fucking DC. The whole DCU took a beating. I mean, Blue Beetle had a $100 million budget. Ugh. Probably spent $100 million in marketing. Yeah. And made $129 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Not good. Shazam, oh, $125 million yeah. <laughs> budget. Made $103 million worldwide. Apparently, Shazam had a $100 million marketing budget. No fucking way. Where yeah. did that come from? We didn't see trailers from it. I don't understand. They mu- Warner Brothers pickpocketed themselves. That's there, it has to be. There's no fucking way. Like when you spend a hundred million dollars, like that film has to do so well. Like how could they have expected that? Where did they put it? I, yeah, exactly. The movie doesn't look like a hundred million dollar film. I don't know. They put it on like TTC buses and shit. <laughs> that's the only place well, I ever saw. It. Very, very, very good. Holy shit, man! Flash. I mean, obviously, was that the biggest bomb? The Flash. Um, it looks like it. Yeah, the Flash had a huge marketing budget as well, two hundred million dollar budget, oh made two hundred seventy million worldwide. But with the marketing, it definitely bombed. Yeah, tough times for the DCU. And Aquaman bombed or what? Okay, What's the story there. So Aquaman, it cost two hundred million. Guess what the box office is now? It's close to four hundred. Yeah, man. It's desperate, but it's it's made the most money out of all the DCU films. Do you think that part of that is just like, this is the last one, so I'm going to go see it? That's kind of why we I reviewed th- it. No, I think the foreign market loves Aquaman. Because oh, if you okay. look at China's box office on both Aquaman films, it's like a Fast and Furious thing where they're just like, I see. we just love how it looks. And I like, see. The IP does well like, yeah. internationally. I, I mean, like, hey, man, Aquaman, the first one made over a billion Damn, I didn't actually know that it was that popular. It's the highest grossing DCEU film. <laughs> That's so crazy. So to see Aquaman 2 being the highest grossing of uh, last year's DC films, I'm, I'm not fucking surprised. Wow. Yeah. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> At least DCU got one win on they, their way They got up. one kind of winner. Yeah. <laughs> they broke even. <laughs> uh, another film, Bo is Afraid. Yeah. This film really bombed. Yeah. $35 million budget made $8.3 million. That's mm. tough. I mean, Ari Aster, super talented. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I'm sure he gives a good performance. I didn't see that movie. No, same. I, nobody did, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> like, a select few, like, A24 diehard fans probably saw, but it was like... This was uh, A24's highest budget film at the time. I don't know if it still is, but that's the most money they had wow. spent on the film. I think, yeah, as of now, but I think the movie Civil War is coming out, uh-huh. with, who's directed by uh, Alex Garland, yeah, ex-Machina yeah. guy, so... But still, 35 is not... Fucking like pennies, yeah. man. <laughs> and finally, one that I liked a lot that yeah. bombed was Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. This movie's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's fantastic in it. It's memorable. Like it's very tense throughout the film. You just say Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god! <laughs> I just called you <laughs> John David Washington. You're thinking of the Ryan Reynolds one in space. No, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we cut you on 4K. Wait a minute. You're thinking of um, what movie am I thinking of right now? The Ryan Reynolds, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal film. Yo, this is awesome, bro. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. 
It's the Jake Gyllenhaal one. Oh, yeah. yeah wait, yeah. wait a minute. Which one are you thinking about? <laughs> What's the one that's? Oh, the creator. Oh, I'm oh, a dumbass. The creator. That one also bombed. Easy. Yeah. They both bombed. Oh, I got so confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much money did the Covenant make? The Covenant. Um, do I have? I don't know if I listed it. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm a dumbass. You thought you got me. Fuck. <laughs> and you got me. You were like, nah, bitch. Yeah, because I watched this fucking movie oh, and I yeah. liked it. It was memorable. You did as like fuck. the creator too. I liked the creator too. Oh, and this okay. one, you know, did well. Like 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, The Covenant. Like, oh it, man. Yeah, it was. It's a cool story. It was like the story of like the American soldier like going back to save like an Afghan yeah. guy who saved his life, mm-hmm. and uh, it worked really well. But I. Bombed, I guess just didn't really have good marketing behind oh, it or whatever. Sorry for uh, <laughs> talking, calling you out on something that Bro, we weren't gonna get called out for. What there the were fuck? so many bombs in 2023. It's yeah, easy to, <laughs> it's easy to mix them up because yes. the creator actually exactly. also did bomb. Oh fuck. Um, okay, that's so 2023 clearly had bombs, had huge successes like Barbie and Oppenheimer, but for for every one of those, there's five bombs. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly, and it sucks because. Out of those films, like like you said, The Covenant was good. Mm-hmm. The Creator got good reviews as well. Bo's Afraid didn't get shit reviews. And the saddest thing, Blue Beetle was the best reviewed DC film of last year. Yeah, and just and it, Because nobody gives a shit. And it's like, it's the marketing that's the issue. It's the IPs that nobody cares about that's an issue. And, you know, you're going to get some duds. And uh, 2023 had a lot of them. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Let's get into the some of the biggest bombs of all time. Yeah, so you got the so list So I got there. a list here, oh. yeah. I, I think I start from like 15 down. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we'll kind of run through this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie I'd never heard of, Dark Phoenix. Oh, I saw you that. About this, you yeah. saw this movie? That was uh, X-Men. Oh, it was uh, X-Men. So that was right after uh, X-Men Apocalypse. So this was around the time where Disney bought uh, 20th Century Fox. I see. So the merge was pretty bad and the marketing was shit. I watched it. It's not good, but it's like 90 minutes and you get to see James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender play uh, Charles Xavier. Oh, okay. So for one last time. That. Yeah, true. So the, and the performances are still good in that regard. So I fucked with it. That movie lost $155 million. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Number 14, Final Fantasy movie uh, based on the hit video game series. Lost $155 million. Yeah. You know the video game movies are tough. Number 13. Oh, yeah. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Have you watched that movie? No, I have not. I just remember everyone shitting on it. Like, even Eddie Murphy's kids shat on it. He talked about it in an interview where he's like, yeah, I went with my kids to see it, and my kid just whispered, corny. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've seen man. clips of how ridiculous it is where he's like, no, don't shoot me. I'm him. No, I'm you. You and me. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. I would say that was Eddie Murphy at his, like, worst. Absolute worst. And you said that this year there was, uh, like, quite a few Eddie Murphy bombs, yes. right? Like- 2002, um, it was Pluto Nash, uh, the movie Showtime with him and uh, Robert De Niro, and a film called, I think, I Spy with Owen Wilson. They all, all bombed. Tough year for Eddie, Fuck, eh? Coming yeah. off, Coming off a... Very successful 90s with Nutty Professor. Yeah. Little. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't really recreate in the early 2000s. Pretty and then rough. after that, I mean, tough to find an, a great Eddie Murphy roles after 2000. Very there's, few of them. Yeah, there's very, very few. few. Mm-hmm. Number 12 was Turning Red. I was surprised to see this Yeah, on this what list. the heck? This movie didn't make no fucking money. When did it come out? Like COVID time? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was around COVID time. That's it's, That sucks. Yeah. That was a good one. Highly recommend that, Turning Red. Yeah, it says here the pandemic did play a part in, in it with a, kind of a limited theatrical run. 
This is a film we've mentioned on the podcast before, number 11, Titan AE. Oh, yeah, because I thought it was Treasure Planet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <'cause> <laughs> which is also bombed, too. Both looks, fucking animated films. Because it looks like Treasure Planet. It lost $170 million. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Damn. Rip. Number 10 is the King Arthur movie. Yeah, that's Guy Legend Ritchie. of the Sword. Damn, Guy oh, Ritchie's got a couple yeah. bombs. Honestly, though, from the trailers I saw of it, it doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't look that bad. Like, it looks like he, you know, kind of yeah, took time to establish, like, the world. and Right. The, the, the shots look good, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the film. I don't know the plot. Maybe a bomb. Maybe nobody yeah. wants a King Arthur movie. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Also, also, it had a $175 million budget. So Ooh. It lost $183 million. He went back to basics with uh, The Covenant, I guess. And The Gentleman, too. Yeah. Those movies are lower budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Covenant was was lower budget and worked really well. Tomorrowland. Oh, this I hated that film. I never saw this film. That's my... Brad Bird directed that. He directed um, he directed The Incredibles, Ratatouille, The Iron Giant. So a lot of great movies. So I was so excited for Tomorrowland. It fucking sucks. Really? Oh, man. George I, Clooney as a disillusioned inventor who mm-hmm. is transported into a futuristic alternate reality. Yeah. It was so... Work, eh? The ending was so um, underwhelming. I expected more from it, but... It, I think the themes that Brad Bird was known for in his other films, he used in that one, but just not in a creative way. And it's just, it's fucking boring. Interesting. When did that that come out in 1999? No. No, that's like 2015. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that is, yeah, I'm, I'm reading something else here. All good, all good. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> it's actually saying, what it's saying here is that... <laughs> Brad Bird is no stranger to box office disaster as his 1999 effort, Iron Giant. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that film. Which I know you love. It's my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that one. (laughs) Number eight, Pan. It got panned by the critic. 2015's Peter Pan (laughs) film. Who the fuck remembers this movie? I saw the trailer for that, and I knew it was going to flop. That film was like, ugh. Yeah, that's a rough one. That one lost $185 million. Number mm-hmm. seven is Strange World. Another Disney film? Disney film. Yeah. yeah. This one I don't even remember coming out. I saw the trailer for that one. The marketing was odd. And it just, it came out in a weird time too that like nobody really gave a shit. So like, yeah. Didn't work. Doesn't look memorable. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Do you I ever mean, watch those movies? No, I haven't. Yeah. I'm interested to see how many like, uh, the amount of animated movies are on this list. Yeah. I mean, animated movies, I guess, do make a lot of, like, take a lot of money to produce mm-hmm. and take a lot of time to produce. Yeah. But I always think that they have maybe, like, a more worldwide appeal, but some of DreamWorks, these are big bombs. This was back when DreamWorks made 2D animated films. Right. Because uh, I think Prince of Egypt was, like, their biggest box office hit. So, like, oh, yeah, let's keep going. And then they made Sinbad and then Road to El Dorado. It's like, fuck, we're losing money. Make Shark Tale. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Call, <Yes>. Marty. <laughs> Call Marty. <laughs> Call Marty. Call Smith. It's called Will Smith. <laughs> Number five, Cutthroat Island. This movie oh, somehow man. lost $200 million. That one looks fun. This one does look fun. Gina Davis, yeah. pirate film. like, And I remember talking to my buddy Jacob and uh, Matt about it. Like, Cutthroat Island, that looked like a really fun movie. And then Matt was like, yeah, but guess what? Pirates of the Caribbean did it better. I'm I like, know. yeah. It's funny how like so many pirate films have bombed. Yeah, but Pirates of the Caribbean was one of the highest grossing franchises of the 2000s. They broke the curse. It's great. Yeah, they, they literally broke the broke curse. The curse. Mm-hmm. Mortal 
Have you heard of that one? No, a lot of these films I have not even heard of. They're just like, and that's insane because of the production budget. It's like they put so much fucking money into these. One hundred and fifty million dollars to produce. Yeah, made less than eighty-four million at the box office. Oh God! Yikes! That's rough. Number three, the Thirteenth Warrior. That's another film that like nobody cares about. I think it. I think that. Looks amazing. It's the same guy who directed uh, Die, Die Hard. Hard. Yeah. yeah, John McTiernan. Yeah, I'm. And yeah, this one kind of looks good, right? Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that one. I would recommend that one. Yeah, number two, The Lone Ranger. This one I definitely remember. Yeah, the Johnny Depp ad. I remember yeah. like the ads for this. This one definitely had a big marketing budget because I remember seeing it around. Yeah, Gore Verbinski. I think he was hot off of the Pirates trilogy. So Disney was like, hey, we really like your stuff. Can you do Lone Ranger? He's like, okay, but I'm going to make it the rated R Lone Ranger. He's like, oh, it, w- but we're Disney. <laughs> and they made it and it's, uh, yeah. It's yeah, you're 100% weird. right. It was fresh off Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You think you get the same director. You get Johnny Depp. How could it be a bomb? In all fairness, though, like once you get to like the third Pirates film, those films got fucking dark. Yeah. They like did. for kids. So it's just like the Lone Ranger. There's a scene where of the fucking villain rips a dude's heart out. Yeah. Damn. They spend that much money on a scene like that. That's <laughs> crazy. That film lost $240 million. Ooh. And number one on this list is John Carter. I remember that one. Disney lost too. $255 million. That's insane. Yeah. I do you remember John Carter aside from the fact that it was the biggest bomb of all time? No, I've, I I know it as the biggest bomb of all time. Yeah, but I don't remember anything about the film. What year did this film come out? Come out? Uh, probably like 2011, 2012. Yeah, John. Um, I just remember people talked about it as like it's the biggest bomb ever because it, it's Disney thought it was going to be their next Star Wars. Like Disney has attempted before they bought off Lucasfilm, they tried to replicate the Star Wars formula so many times. Yeah. So like John Carter, Tron Legacy, and it's just like, nah, man. So they're like, all right, we'll just buy it then. It's like, yeah, I yeah, guess. that's that's been their mindset. Fuck. Um. So, so yeah, those are the biggest ones. Though. Yeah, that's an interesting list. Some of them surprised me for sure. Yeah. Not so. Some. Some. Not so much. Some. Some are like, yeah, <laughs> fucking obvious ones. Obviously, <laughs> and you put together a good list of one of films that bombed that you like, ones yeah. that you can recommend. So let's get into that. Absolutely. Uh, to start off is the movie Sorcerer. Came out never seen in it. 1977. Um, this is directed by William Friedkin, uh, fresh off of The French Connection and The Exorcist. Wow. How so, does it bomb? How does it bomb? It came out the same weekend as Star Wars. Oh. Yeah. And, and William Freakin talks about it. He's like, I remember seeing the first cut of Star Wars, and I was like, this fucking fairy tale movie, like, it's not going to make any money. My sorcerer film, because the, the subject matter of sorcerer is basically four guys who are, like, shitty people. Like, they're uh-huh. criminals, they're assassins, they're everything like that. They flee their countries to go to, um, I don't know which country exactly, a foreign country, and they're trying to get out of it because it's been, like, a long time, and they're like, how do we do this? How do we make money? And there's like this gig where they are a transport truck. They have two transport trucks holding some of the most uh, dangerous uh, material. I I forgot what it was called, but it's basically material that if it moves a slight inch, it'll explode. So they drive with this material, and it's basically their descent into hell. 
Interesting. It is so good, but I can totally understand why people wouldn't choose that depressing film over Star Wars. So this film was like a classic case of just victim of the time. Like, yeah. If it came out another time, probably could have been a box office success. I mean, mm -hmm. has a big name director. Yeah. Has some big name actors. Roy in Scheider's it. in it. Yeah. He's great in the fucking movie, man. It's just, and the the film cost twenty five million, I believe. Mm -hmm. It only made nine million back. Yeah, very positive reviews here. I'm seeing yeah. 82 percent Rotten Tomatoes, four point two mm -hmm. Letterbox. Like that's that's insane. Yeah, would highly recommend that film. That one is a is a banger. Dope. Um, another one on my list. I recently watched it. Speed Speed Racer. Racer. Oh my god, banger! S still amazing. Have you seen Speed Racer? I haven't seen it since the 2010s. I probably saw. I saw. I remember. I have this vivid memory of seeing it on DVD. Mm -hmm. It might have been in like 2009, 2010. Yeah, man. And I haven't seen it since, to be honest with you. But I remember really liking it. It's so good. And I think like I, as a kid, I watched it. And I was like, ah, who cares? Like, it's fine. Yeah. And then I watch it now. And the shots that they do, the, the way it's like shown visually, it's like I've never seen a film look like this before. And it's so good. I like the message. I like the, the performances are very like goofy, but in a, in a very cool way i don't know how else to describe it like john goodman was in it the film cost 120 million dollars and, and it, it made 93 guess oh, what why? film it came out during that week oh it's another victim yeah what came out that week iron man oh yeah. everybody wanted to see rj that was the start of the mcu yeah and the end of uh the speed racer <laughs> damn yeah the hype was real for iron man so yeah that's tough and then there's other movies on this list that i feel like suffered because of the fact that the, that year was so big. Mm -hmm. Like, just to skip forward, uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner was 1982, the same year as The Thing, which also bombed. And 1982 was a big fucking year for Huge movies. year in film. So, like, I, I, I feel bad, but, like, I, I get where these releases are coming from. Even Blade Runner 2049 bombed. I know. That's Another crazy. Blade Runner film. Why did that movie bomb? Um, over budget. Big budget. It was like close to three hundred million, and it only made like two fifty, two seventy back. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I made it. I made a decent amount of money, yeah. but it just it costs a lot of money to make a modern Blade Runner movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and even others ones like I remember re watching this recently, and I know you love this film, Treasure Planet, banger, like banger. You know the way I discovered Treasure Planet. So my I've talked about it before. Monsters Inc. My favorite movie. Yeah. And the VHS tape, you know, in the beginning plays a couple of trailers. Yeah. And they always played the Treasure Planet trailer and I would never skip it. I've seen the Treasure Planet trailer oh. 100 times at least. Yes, man. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's because of the fact that Treasure Planet is still the most expensive 2D animated film of all time. Yeah. And because of that, they but couldn't recoup the money. in that. Those oh. visuals are so beautiful and timeless. Love it. I love it, man. I, I fully agree with you on that one. Yeah. And same with De Palma with Blowout. Blowout bombed. Which? 1981. That was God. a big fucking year, too. Probably my second favorite De Palma movie behind Scarface. Yeah. I saw that uh, last year for the first time, and it blew my fucking mind. Mm -hmm. um, that's a shame that that one bombed. Yeah. That one and... Uh, Another one that a lot of people have talked about recently online, and I still want a sequel to it, motherfucking Dread. Dread. This Carl is one Urban. I don't know about. Oh. 2012's Dread. Dude. Yeah, man. And again, 2012, that was a big year for comic book films, uh, Dark Knight Rises and The Avengers. Oh, yeah. So everyone thinks about those, but it's like, no, nah, man, Dread, in terms of like gritty comic book adaptations, 
That's the one, man. It's got good reviews too. Yeah, really highly recommend that. If you want like a more grounded uh, dystopian sci-fi flick, that's the one. Compared to the Stallone one, which is like a fucking cartoon in comparison. Yeah, <laughs> Judge Dredd, that one is tough. I am the law. I am the law. That and then movie, Rob Schneider's in it. That movie Ugh. stinks. Unfortunately, I've only seen the Stallone one. Yeah. It's funny, but it's funny because it's bad. It's not funny because it's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I skipped through it, but my favorite film of all time also bombed, The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. Yeah. Such a shame that that movie bombed. I blame WB, Warner Brothers Marketing. Even even the even the crew knew they were like the the marketing's fucking dog shit. Why are we like, you're not spending any money to it and nobody saw it. Yeah, it's like, but you know what? That movie obviously gained a massive cult following later. Yeah. I'm sure it did very well in uh, VHS sales later, yeah. DVD sales. Like well, I'm one sure of the VHS. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so I don't know. I love it. It kind of sucks though because Warner Brothers has been putting like the Iron Giant in like their IPs now. Like I saw Ready Player One. It's a fucking bad movie, and I saw the Iron Giant there. I'm like, oh, cool, he's there. How did you feel about that? It's fucking nothing. Would man. you ever want to see anything Iron Giant universe? No, no, no. That's keep, your baby. And leave keep, it alone. And leave it alone. If I if I hear <laughs> Brad Bird say that he's gonna make an Iron Giant sequel, I'm gonna be super fucking uh, ske- ske- skeptical. Yeah, because yeah. like he's made good movies, but I've seen him make some duds. So it's just like, leave the Iron Giant alone. Mm-hmm. He was in Space Jam 2 for fucking sake, man. Like, no. Um, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Of the upcoming movies in 2024, yes. can you predict a bomb? Can I predict a bomb? Yeah. Oh, yeah, can Argyle. Argyle? You think it's going to bomb? Argyle's going to bomb. Um, you know what else is going to bomb, probably? <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at uh, some of these movies that are coming out, man. It's fucking dog shit year. Yeah. Ghostbusters is probably going to bomb. Ghostbusters is going to bomb for yeah. sure. If I'm looking to, at it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I had to bet money on which movie's going to bomb next year, I got Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Yeah, I man. think the I, nobody gives a shit about the Ghostbusters IP at the moment. No. Like the last one uh, that they made, what was it called? Ghostbusters uh, Paul Rudd movie or something yeah. like that. That made a decent amount. It made slightly more than the 2016 one, but the 2016 one also bombed. Yeah. So it's like, I, yeah, nobody gives a fucking shit about that. Do people care about Despicable Me 4? Are we tired uh, of the fucking Minions yet? Do you know how much the last Minions movie made? I guess it's worldwide Almost a billion. Appeal, eh? People yeah. love it. I don't see it. Like Same. I feel like Same. it's getting stretched super thin. I saw the appeal and, and the first one was funny. Yeah. And, you know, cool. It mm. was over the top, cartoony villain and yeah. fun characters. What's, but we're what's, on four. Yeah. What's crazy is that the Minions movies and Despicable Me, their budgets are like 80 to 90 million. That's fucking cheap for like 3D animated movies. Yeah. And then they make the most profit as like 800 million, 1 billion, 1.1 billion. And you're like, who the fuck is watching this shit? That's crazy. I couldn't believe I I remember Minions too. Josh and I reviewed and it was like, the meme. Yeah. The fucking, you know, wear, wear the suit. Yeah, wear the suit, throw bananas at the screen shit. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, people still used watch to think it. minions was childish. Then I grew up. <laughs> that was the meme. Fuck, man. <laughs> I guarantee you, Despicable Me, Despicable Meme 4 is going to get fucking yeah. memes too. I think Venom 3 is going to bomb. Um, Honestly, yeah. Venom 3 I'm thinking, like, because Venom 2 didn't make that yeah, much money either. Yeah. 
Okay, we will wrap it up there. Yeah, man. Let us know the box office bomb, your favorite box office yes. bomb in the comments. We'd be interested to know. Because sometimes seeing a, seeing a film bomb, kind of like, you're skeptical to watch it. Yeah. But there is some diamonds in the rough. I'll say that. Yeah, exactly. We'll end it off there. Thank you for watching this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Don't forget to leave a like, comment, subscribe to your boys. Check us out on that Patreon, that YouTube memberships, movie of the month starting this month. Take care. Brush your hair. Peace out.